Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. This is your host, Tim Birch. And yes, I'm still on the road. Still, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting over my jet lag from Warsaw, Poland. But now we're in Toms River, New Jersey, and we're at the New Jersey Society of Professional Land Surveyors, their membership meeting, and gave a little presentation tonight and talked about surveying and what's going on in the world of surveying in the New Jersey region and what to, what's going on with NSPS and what looking ahead. And I, mo- I met the most interesting young man. And you know what? I thought, you know what? This guy needs to tell his story because... Uh, it's it's about the younger generation that's doing much, you know. We're looking we're looking out for that next generation of surveyors, and uh, I will say, is it, you go by Vince or Vincent? Vince. Vince. Okay. Uh, just hearing Vince and uh, really speaking up on a few things uh, during the presentation. Um, uh, uh, energetic young man. So I thought, you know what? Let's hear his story as a student and and a future surveyor. So. Uh, welcome, Vince. Tell us, give us your name, and tell us, uh, tell us, you, where, where, are you, where are you from? Where are you a student of? And, and uh, you know what, Vince? What's your, what's your survey story? Well, thank you, Tim. I uh, really appreciate that. I'm Vincent Campanella, currently the president of the student chapter of the New Jersey Society of Professional Land Surveyors. Uh, just coming in after uh, another very, very successful gentleman, James Bronico, who I, I've got big shoes to fill in this position. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Uh, I got into surveying at NJIT in the civil engineering department. I was taking the surveying lab, which is required of all civil engineers uh, at NJIT. That is actually one of the reasons I picked NJIT to go to civil engineering school was because NJIT has a surveying program or surveying class. Uh, Some of the other, yeah, some of the other big engineering schools in the state don't. I actually think NJIT might be the only one that requires a surveying course. So I was taking the surveying course. We had an excellent professor, um, excellent lab instructor, and through their teaching it became extremely evident that surveying is not just a service of engineering. It's not just something that the engineers need, uh, you know, same way that a, a contractor might need somebody to lay tile. Right, you know? right. It is something far, far more vast. And I got a little bit of an inkling of that in this class. Um, then uh, I started, found a local surveyor who was willing to take me in and teach me a little bit. Um, and then I really understood. I was like, oh, wow, this is like far beyond just engineering. The light bulbs just kept going off. Of course, yeah. This was, um, you know, we were doing, it was excellent because I was doing uh, a lot of title work. So that nice. was great experience and just what it's like to operate an instrument. And it was a lot of like 
you know, carry the bucket type work. Right. But that's where you start. And it was excellent. It was a lot of outdoor work. Um, and that's kind of was the impetus for learning a lot of the technical skills and kind of how, what the culture of surveying is like. Very mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what, what, what grade of school are you in right now? I mean, where, where are you, what, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a senior in the civil engineering okay. uh, curriculum. Okay. I have three semesters left. Um, okay. Then in my survey curriculum, I decided in this whole process of finding surveying, I decided to double major in it. Uh, Good to for you. Licensure. Good for you. Thank you. And um, uh, I have between one year or two years, depending on once I graduate with civil, do I pursue education full-time or do I start working, get experience while I'm... Uh, uh, returning to class part time. Sure, um, sure. So that's a decision that needs to be made in the future. Well, that's 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 excellent. Uh, so, uh, in in making that I won't say transition, but in getting exposed to the surveying side, I guess even just from the your initial exposure to surveying, what are some of the, I guess, some of the favorite activities tasks that you like so far? Yeah, um, I remember from lab it was. Um, it's actually kind of a weird lab to really fall in love with because it was the, the middle of October. It was September, October. It was very hot. But I enjoyed something about, you know, doing something outdoors that also incorporated math because we were, you know, right. calculating, tra- uh, computing traverses and closures as we were outside. And sure, it's only the NJIT campus that we're surveying, but it's obvious to see that like oh this could have been anywhere right you know, that's something that one of one of the conversations i had with the lab professor was that he was some days he would work on jobs where he'd be in north uh northwest new jersey in the middle of nowhere right and then the very next day he'd be in manhattan right and something like about that was very very cool um so it was that kind of it was really really that lab that flipped that switch for me Interesting. Uh, that's that's good because you know, like you said, every surveyor has a story of how they got into it, and it's it's good to hear that, you know, what you thought was going to be an engineering solely career, education, and 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 moving forward with a degree there, that has turned into something something even greater. Um, as far as classwork, uh, anything that really stands out that you've really enjoyed more classwork wise, as far as. Uh, you know the the curriculum itself. Yeah. Um, so I took my first boundary law class over the summer, the nice. previous summer, and while I was taking that class, I took a internship with a large scale engineering company, who was doing a lot of boundary work for their engineering projects. Nice. You know, very very large scale industrial sites like you get here in North Jersey. Um, so it was I was. It was while I was working on that project and during that law, the, the boundary class that really clicked with me another level of like, oh, this surveying is more than just an engineering service. Right. And that, that boundary work really, really, really stuck with me as being pretty vital because we were looking at some enormous chains of title um, that we were all in, you know, an intern and then two or three PLSs just just right. really working to like figure out what what were the rights to this property exactly well I'm, I'm a little bit jealous because you know I 
I grew up, my career, well, all of my working career was in a PLSS state. So, you know, being in the rectangular system for everything, you know, here, your colonial state, uh, it's the title and, 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 and being able to track down all of those adjacent titles and making, making all the puzzle pieces fit is very, very critical here. And I'm assuming that's part of what the part of the fun of going through the boundary law class was. For sure. I, I really do think that, um, you know, just a quick shout out to the region of North Jersey is that <laughs> we do have some like incredible history here in oh, terms yes. of like, you know, colonial uh, uh, state, it's a colonial state. And then it's just all been massive infrastructure since then, you know? So we have right. some, some highly, highly technical challenges here. Which yep, has been incredible to work with. Oh, that's that's great. Um, okay, so you talk you're talking a little bit about the future. You got a few, you got a couple of semesters to go yet to clean some things up. Uh, what are you looking forward to in jumping into a career? You really think you're gonna you think you'll lean more surveying than engineering? You try to find a balance of both. What, what do you what do you think? At you know, and things change. Obviously, <laughs> things can change. But at this stage of your education. What uh, if you could if you could control the narrative? What were what would you end up being career wise? I I it's it's been weird to see how I have thought about this over time because obviously going to engineering school you go to engineering school because you think you're going to be an engineer right but as I've gotten more and more invested into surveying the enthusiasm has very much been there as opposed to engineering and I don't want to make it as opposed to like uh, you have to do one or the other but right I um because you don't sure but I I do I have had a ton more exposure to the surveying wor world and I've really been very very happy with it very so I, I see myself going very far I see myself going very very far with surveying to what capacity engineering is going to be a part of that. I hope that it is a large part. Right. But I, I see a, a very, very vibrant world of, of surveying, and that transcends, you know, a lot of the, obviously the, the terrestrial work and the boundary work is always going to be, you know, there and a, a huge part of it, but sure. also the laser sure. scanning and um, UAS, you know, that was all things I was exposed to at this large-scale engineering company that, you know, engineers like to say that, you know, they're always on the forefront. I think that's more surveyors now. Well, really, it is the surveying side. But I guess, you know, what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing in the, in the enthusiasm of, of, you know, obviously the benefit of sitting here, seeing your face, the enthusiasm, because of what you're being exposed to, not just through the engineering curriculum, but through the opportunities you've had in in a job during the surveying, you're you're tying you're tying that engineering component back into all of the surveying that you're working in. That it, it's like you said, you got there's got to be light bulbs going off all the time with the stuff you're learning. Yes, I could say for sure that taking a surveying internship, even if I did tell you that like oh I just wanted to do engineering, taking a surveying internship will have changed the way that I think, or has changed the way that I think of engineering, uh, without a doubt. Um, and there's been a, uh, there are things that I'm very, very much looking forward to learning, uh, 
I have to wrap up the civil engineering curriculum before I dive too deep into the surveying curriculum. Sure. But there are plenty of classes that I'm super excited to take in the surveying curriculum. Right. You know, we have a series of three boundary law classes. I'm taking the second right now. I have to take another uh, adjustment computations class. Oh, then yeah. Then we take, you know, you name it. We do a, a geodetic surveying class, uh, with, which is, you know, geodesy. We do GPS, laser scanning. Uh, some a lot of which I was exposed to through internships, but it's just unreal. A GIS course, it's just unreal how how the the amount of services surveyors can offer. Exactly, exactly. Well, something else I would like to talk about, and as I'm looking at this fantastic T-shirt that uh, you've 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 given me from uh, from your student chapter. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the student chapter itself and some of the activities and some of the goals of what the student chapter tries to do. Because it sounds like it's been a rather, um, I mean, not a, a, a rather active chapter. And like you said, you've taken over the, the helm as president. Uh, what what are some some of the things the student chapter's been been into? Yeah, so um, I am now the president of the. Uh, you know, for survey club for short. Truly, truly <laughs> oh, the yeah, NJS. No, no yeah, it's good. Truly the NJSPLS. But uh, um, what we are trying to do is is capture a lot of engagement from younger uh, uh, people in the school um, and make our services as surveyors understood to a, a greater audience. Um, regular. Um, chapter meetings are a little bit difficult because our contin our the real contingent of our survey um, uh, major tend to be returning students. Okay. So it's it's a little difficult to to um, have you know fun un undergraduate type sure, of events. Sure. Sure. Especially yes. you know these are people who are working full time. Maybe exactly. civil en active civil engineers who are returning for their licenses see that you know surveying might might be a more gratifying career in their eyes right right um but we are trying to make a push to get younger people involved quicker so that way sure. you know had i how many times have you heard this had i knew that surveying was a major in high school that probably would have been my major was surveying. right right um so we want to make that we want to make that accessible for everyone um the earlier we could get people exposed to the better. I would like to get uh, community colleges involved, high schoolers. Um, how we do that as a student chapter is, is gonna be a little um, um, a challenge, you know, but but well, that's, that's, that's what we're targeting. That's, that's why we work together on these things. For sure. Um, okay, so, you know, and I'm gonna jump right into the, 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 that, you kind of led me into that one was gonna be another question, but you know what, let's just jump into this now, because that was something we talked about Quite a bit tonight in 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 my presentation here at the uh, at the membership meeting, but it was it's it's about promotion of the profession to the public, to the young the high school student, junior high, the 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 parents, the teachers, the the uh, the guidance counselors. Okay, so you now have a unique perspective that you're in you're in a surveying curriculum. Uh, in a substantial in a substantial program at NJIT, a very pro a program I'm very proud to be part of. A very very uh, oh yes, absolutely powerful program as I'd you like to say. as you should be. And there's there's been a lot a lot of great people come through that 
program and a lot of a lot of great uh, educators. But from where you're at now, and like you said, and looking slightly back, what is it that the profession, in your in your opinion, the profession can do to help promote going back to the high school? And and I think you just hit on it. A lot of it is the student chapters have lots of ideas. The college. The, 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 the students that are in the programs now have a lot of good ideas really to engage you to help you take us back into high schools and beyond but uh, I don't put words in your mouth but what do you think we can do to to make the the high school you aware of what we do now yeah maybe, to maybe maybe give you that opportunity that that little window <laughs> into into a future you yeah I think um I think as surveyors are the evidence of our work classically is largely invisible. You know <laughs> yes, what I mean? Yes. Um, monumentation and things like that are kind of pins are meant to be hidden. But I will say what I'm doing with uh, NJS PLS on campus is that we're trying to get architecture students and mechanical engineering students in a room, let them know, hey, this is a laser scanner. Scan a room, maybe a pretty complex room. We have a model of this that we can sell you. Right. So here's the service that we do. Get in front of, you know, maybe some law students. NJIT doesn't have a law program, but regardless. And let them know, hey, here is case law that surveyors have had a tremendous say in. We arbitrate these disputes. Right. And these are things that we are professionals in. Right. And, you know, all of these different things. Uh, getting, getting, bringing these things, I think, community colleges and high schools, I have a... Um, I, I did the whole community college thing. I highly recommend it. Um, it allowed me to transfer into NJIT. And, right. Um, I, I am in contact with a um, community college professor right now, letting him know, like, hey, you know, we want to speak. Me and Dr. Potts, our advisor, want right. to speak at, at our community college, former community college, about what we are, what our department is, and all of these things, because... What a geospatial career is. Yeah, and because they're already doing so many things that are almost in lockstep with what we do, in terms right. of, of, they have a, a very strong uh, mech tech, mechanical engineering right. technology, where you know they're measuring very small things at a super high precision level, and that's kind of the advertising right. model. Well, we measure very big things at a very high precision. No, so sure, and sure. and it's it's a lot more than that. But I think getting in front of uh, any students who um, maybe don't know what they want to do, or um, you know, at my community college, the classic case was bright kids who were really good at math but just didn't necessarily see an avenue for themselves behind a desk. Right. You know, I don't think there's a better. Uh, Occupation, a better career profession to get into than geospatial. Good. You know? Well, and, and, and that's exactly what, you know, the, I think the, the, the old guard of our profession, while we think we've got all the, the, the answers and the ideas, I mean, bottom line is you know how, you know what excites you. You know what, how, you know, you know there was a comment made tonight about, you know, let's blast all this stuff on radio and TV and, 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 and such and, uh, I was just that to me was such an antiquated statement. Yeah, that's and exactly what I had, I had told um, James, the the previous president. Is, right, and I, I said that in the chapter meeting. I legitimately have not watched live TV probably in two or three years since they took um, the Peanuts Christmas special <laughs> off of uh, 
uh, off of um, whatever it was on. Um, so I guess, you know, what, in your opinion, what would be a way, uh, I mean, short of you physically going back to, you know, community colleges, high schools, whatever, if we were to, if, if the surveying profession were to put together promotional items to say, you know, and seeing, you know, these action shots, events in the field and whatever, you know, you know for, for promo stuff, where would you see it? What, where, where could it be put? I mean, is it a billboard? Is it, is it on a, um, is it on a, uh, a, a Twitch stream? I mean, what, 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 where is, where does this content need to be for your generation to see it? It, it has to be social media. I think it could be elsewhere as well. I think it should be in guidance departments right. across America. I think it should be in community colleges across America. But what I spend way too much time doing today is scrolling through Instagram, um, which I'm not necessarily proud of, but I, I've, I've, there have been- But it's a source. Yeah, and there are things on online that have caught my attention. Uh, I, I spend hours on the surveying subreddit every day where I'm, that's an interesting one because I'm, you know, there's a lot of technical feedback going on right. there, but it's also social media ultimately. It is, and yes. it's very targeted to surveyors, which is, um, I think, ultimately, if there is a, a message to get out about surveying, it needs to be grown, you know, in part in the younger generation, and then anyone who's any comfortable using social media at all, just saying, hey. I'm I'm behind a tripod. Hey, I'm under a drone. Yes. Hey, I'm I'm using this technology today. Right. Um, and that that's something even I have fallen behind on that. And I I think one of the reasons why maybe I I blend in into the surveying world is that I don't have a, a, a very heavy social media presence. But that's something I'm trying to change with the NJS PLS at NJIT social media. I, I posted a, one of my favorite books. is the Pincushion Effect. Oh yes, by uh, Mr. Lucas. Mr. Lucas. So I posted that on um, on Instagram, and, and somebody actually asked. He's like, "Hey, like, do you have like a copy of this book? Like, where where can I get it?" And I was like, "Okay, that's engagement." You yes, know? Oh, exactly. And you you can get that on the NSPS website. <laughs> yes, yes. It, it, it's and it's a it's a really great read. It is as a well. good book. Jeff is a Jeff is a great author. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I highly recommend the book. Yeah. obviously, it's just, you have you do too. So yes, yes, um, it's helped me in some of my classes as well. Right. But um, beyond that, I think I think, and I'm I'm also saying this for myself as well because I need to remember this too. Is the engagement's going to come largely from social media. Yes. Okay. Among other sources. Oh, exactly. Well, that's the important thing is that you know we're not getting that message out, but even if we had the message, and it would be in a form that. Would be, would be engaging with uh, a younger generation. Where do we put it? I mean, that's the whole thing. And I think that's, I think you're you're helping answer that question. Is that we need to we need to look for some help with the student chapters, with uh, with the young surveyors network. Uh, that that's part of the message that needs to be taken in person, <laughs> back to the younger generations. But then also let's let's see about how do we get this content. Uh, and you know, bottom line is, uh, just just like the old TV, radio, and, and newspaper ads, you pay for those ads. Sure. So we need to pay for stuff on Instagram. Need to pay for stuff. Um, we can do it on we can do it on Reddit. We can do it on all of these things. Mm -hmm. We just need to do boosted posts and, and targeted posts. And, yeah. 
and hit some specific markets. Yeah. Um, I think that's where we need to spend our money. Sure. It's what it sounds like. And I can say, you know, something that is free is is word of mouth. That's something that I've been trying to speak to a lot in um, uh, my civil engineering classes. You know, my civil engineering peers don't know me as a civil engineering student. They're like, what is this surveying kid doing taking geotechnical engineering? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get, I get like, you know, I don't want to say weird looks, you know, everybody, but I, I make it very clear that, hey, I believe if you want to take the next step in, in engineering, double majoring in surveying and getting licensed as a surveyor might not be a bad idea. Right. And that's, you know... That is not the full answer because not every surveyor can also be an engineer, as in we don't need every surveyor to be an engineer. Right. But that is, that's how I've been approaching it as well. We do have a couple other double majors who have taken that route. You know what, though? I've got several friends that, that are double major, double, double, either double licensed or could, have, could sit for their PE. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I honestly think that it helps them make them better surveyors. Sure. Especially when you're doing surveying for engineering applications. Absolutely. Whether it's for topography, uh, you know, uh, really site design. I mean, specific things that are going to go into the engineering. It really helps that much, that much more. So, um, no, you're going down a great path. I appreciate that. I really do. You really do. Okay. So two quick wind up questions. I'll try to make these brief. Ten years from now, what's Vince, what's he got himself pictured doing? Oh, um... I mean, are you the type of guy you think you're going to be small company, big company, your own company? Oh, oh, okay. Um, I do... I, I worked at a very, very large-scale engineering company over the summer. I'm continuing to work with them. I really enjoy that scope of project. I think in a... In 10 years, I'm hoping to have both licenses in New Jersey and maybe working on studying out of state for another survey license. Good for you. Um, I would really like to be thinking about opening an office for that company. Sure. Maybe, say. Sure. But, um, again, survey licensure is difficult for both parties, the company as well. It's it's tough to get uh, uh, people out, you know, especially a company based in North Jersey, to say, you know, right. wherever, New Mexico. California, but I think that would be an awesome goal. That and that is a that is a very good goal because I, what I'll, I'll say is, uh, I'm somewhat jealous of a lot of the young surveyors that I know, that in the last couple of years, especially coming through the pandemic, they're licensed, they put up their own shingle, they start their own companies, and they're busier than hell. They're loving what they're doing, but they're their, their own little entity. Whereas, you know, I'm, I'm hearing you and I'm seeing your enthusiasm with the surveying, with the engineering, this whole package and these things that you're talking about working for a larger company, bigger projects, bigger things that, you know, honestly, Vince, I think that to me is that's your future is that you, yeah, you're, you're looking up, you know, on bigger scale things. And that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. That's good to have those goals. I, I, you know, working with a, a mom and pop surveyor, it, I certainly saw it has its advantages. Um, but I, I do like the, the support of a larger company and the engagement on projects of that size. A lot more resources. Deal. Sure, a lot more resources. I like a lot the idea. More technology at times. And I like the idea that you know, I, as at a bigger company, I've 
seen, you know, or heard stories of, oh, this person wanted to bring in laser scanning yep. into our company. And that's now one of their biggest survey services. Yep. I wanted to bring in GIS. I wanted to bring in this, that, or the other thing. And it's exploded. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Well, another thing we were, we were discussing earlier tonight as well was, you know, there's places that the, the students can get, have some engagement. Um, so there's, there's various competitions. So, I mean, is there, is there any competitions out there that, 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 that interest you? I mean, obviously we have the NSPS uh, student competition. We'd like to have you there. But what else is going on that uh, we think we can engage students to broaden the message of surveying? Yeah, so that, um, that NSPS competition is very big. Um, if I remember correctly, it's, it's, it's a competition that's a lot more based on, you know, law or boundary type surveying practices or maybe a little uh, more about finding monuments and things like that. Well, yeah, actually this last year we changed it up. Uh, it's actually a scavenger hunt mm -hmm. uh, that we, uh, the, we load all the monuments in a, in a actually it's an arc. It's an ArcGIS app on, on everybody's phone that they find monuments throughout D.C. Right. Um, that's one day. And then the other, the, other, the other portion, the second day, was actually using uh, antique equipment to turn angles, to run levels. to And actually, uh, I think one of the coolest things that they did this last year was in turning some of the angles, they used the Washington Monument for a backsite. Oh, wow. Which was really kind of a cool, I mean, it, it, it was a cool photo op, and the, the fact that you're looking through this antique piece of equipment and you're you're citing the Washington Monument for a backsite. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of a mixed, and so that's something, yeah, you're right, that's that's a, that's a great engagement. And, Any, and Anything else? Yeah, uh, that's excellent for, you know, very, like, classic surveying, and then ASCE, uh, American Society of Civil Engineers, does a surveying competition, too, which is a lot more construction-based. Right. Where uh, you run a traverse, lowest closure wins. You run a level, lowest closure wins. Um, and then you stake points for layout. Sure. And uh, lowest closure wins, best accuracy wins. Yes. Um, of course, NJIT is going to sweep all of these. <laughs> um, Uh-oh. Calling call, call them out. There's yeah. good. That's good. I, I, um, I yeah, wish, wish every school luck, but... Um, NJIT has extremely strong surveying programs, extremely strong engineering programs. Um, so I, I would not want to be any other university <laughs> in, in that competition, in either of those competitions. Well, and I guess one other thing that we should probably mention uh, to, help, to help broadcast a little bit, especially from the student perspective, is the FIG Working Week that's coming up next May, June uh, in Orlando that uh, NSPS is the, uh, the local organizing committee for that there's going to be a lot of student uh, student opportunities, especially with meeting uh, international students, meeting international uh, uh, teachers and educators and topics and papers and things. Uh, that's something else I think that would be really, I think would be interesting for, for, uh, for a student chapter like yours to be able to come down to. Certainly, I know, um, I know the history of surveying, from what I understand has been largely uh, Shaped in America by rail transportation, you know the the right. old old west expansion and things like that. Um, so I'd be very curious to see what it was like elsewhere. You know, right. where you know how how um, title is is kept track of elsewhere, or how what technologies are coming out of other parts of the world, things like that. Exactly, because I mean, that's one thing that uh, I think you'll you'll find is that while there are Obviously, Europe and such that that are that are centuries ahead of us as far as developing some of these things. 
there are other developing countries they don't have a title system mm-hmm. and there aren't ti- there aren't title boundaries anywhere and there that's part of that's part of uh, you know the reason they're developing countries is is being able to go in there as a as a profession and help them so that's something we talked about in a previous podcast with uh, with Claire Buxton um, so yeah there's a lot of things that I think that the student um, you know any of the student chapters, any of the students uh, across across the U.S. should consider coming down to the FIG Working Week. I think you're going to learn a lot uh, from from our, our worldwide uh, contemporaries um, uh, coming in from all all corners of the globe. Yeah, I'm very excited. All right, all right. One last final wrap up question. Sure. We're sitting here. Uh, you're in school. You're finishing some things up. Um, how does the future of surveying look to Vince Campanelli? In the handful of, I would say, one to two years that I've been involved in surveying, I know NJIT has gone from uh, one full-time on living on-campus student to now five. So nice. that is quite, an, uh, you know, I don't want to say an explosion, but five-fold five increase. Mm-hmm. Um I think that our club is, is really getting after a lot of student engagement. I think that um, there's a lot of work being done to, to ensure that that's happening, as it should be. Um, I, think, I think that the future of surveying can be very bright, especially in terms of um, the, the things that, you know, once we put our heads together, that, that we can do as surveyors Absolutely. is pretty vast. Okay. Well, good. Well, I think you've picked uh, a great career. <laughs> yeah, I do too. And the fact that you've went the path you have, starting in the engineering, making the transition to include surveying and and strong surveying. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see where your career goes. I appreciate that. That's, that means a lot. Uh, you're 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 do- and you're doing it right. And your involvement with the with the student chapter is awesome. Uh, we've got to get you. We've got to get New Jersey's uh, Young Surveyors Network fired up. I can't wait. Yep, <laughs> we'll get that fired up. And, uh, yeah, let's see if we can help NJIT make some noise. Oh, yeah. But, uh, that would be great. We're out here. We're enthusiastic. We, My classmates, they've heard a lot about surveying, and I, I've gotten some of them to, to turn to the, the bright side. The bright so. side, yes. There you go. There you go. So. Well, I appreciate you taking time out, uh, especially after a long meeting tonight. But, uh, like I said, just... Your engagement during the meeting really caught my attention, and uh, I, I, I think uh, I think our listeners need to hear that enthusiasm, and that you're somebody that's you're working your way towards that goal, and that is it's incredible to to see and and realize that you know what I'm, and we're gonna get a few like I said, a few years down the road, and uh, I know I'm gonna cross paths with you paths with you again because. Uh, uh, You've got uh, you got a bright future ahead. I appreciate that. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll wrap us up from uh, Tom's River, New Jersey. And uh, you know what? I think we're going to catch back up with Vince here uh, in the near future, and we'll see how how uh, how his uh, how his goals are coming along. So, but in the meantime, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts, please uh, please subscribe and hit us on that like. And if you need something, let us know. Uh, any ideas? Uh, info at nsps.us.com and we'll be talking to you soon. Thanks.
You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.